All right, B. I see you now. You in here? I'm in here, Kenny. How All you right. doing, brother? There you are. All right, so this is recording. You doing okay, man? I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm doing all right. Give me one second. Let me turn this light off just so I can see. All right, just so you know, well, first of all, this is episode one of Hammer Time. All right. And also, just so you know, none of the video stuff will be on here. So if you're, uh, whatever you're doing, it's all good. So there won't be any, there won't be any video, just audio? It's all audio. All right. That's cool. Yeah. No video. All right. It's not Ty. I think Ty likes to do the videos with his. I think he needs the video more, but, uh, so anyhow, so this is a uh, hammer time. This will be officially episode number one. I'm so excited that you are the first uh, guest on the show. I really am. It's an honor. So thank you for uh, being with me. This will be labeled Kenny and B. Well, Kenny, it's my honor. Um, I'm excited for you. I think you're going to do, I think this is going to be a big deal for you. And um, I don't know why you would invite me to be your first guest, but I, I'm psyched about it. And um, let's have some fun tonight. Let's have some fun. So just so you know, we're on a, I think it's 40 minutes. I think Jackson and I were just messing around and it was like actually like seven or eight minutes. So I'm kind of a, if I do decide to clip in like Jake or somebody for, maybe some sort of college basketball thing just because the tournament starts in four days. Uh, I'm going to only give him like five minutes. So you and I got a little while. All right. This is, this is all about B tonight. All right. Uh, so first of all, I'm going to go by Kenny hammer. Uh, but obviously this is Josh and uh, for people who don't know, or maybe whoever this gets sent out to, this is Josh Orlando and, uh, I'll just I'll just say B for the time being. Uh, so how so do you I... want me to do you want me to call you Josh or Kenny? You know, you call me whatever you want to be. It's up to you. All right. All right. So I, I first came to know B uh, through playing baseball with Lee and Connor and RJ. It was my senior year. B was uh, B is the father of 40 uh, Johnny Ball and uh, 12. So I was playing with 12 at the time and B was a uh, faithful Comet fan who had turned um, Comet coach and has since turned friend and mentor to myself and probably I'd say everybody in our friend group really. So uh, mentor more than anything. Uh, B is uh, married to C, graduated from Miami in uh, 87. Hey, hey, he's a Red yep. Rock alum. Uh, he has done um, financial advising and kind of wealth management things throughout the uh, greater Cincinnati area for a number of very, very good companies. And that's all that we'll talk about uh, career-wise, I guess. So I just have a couple of questions. These are, these are you, can, you can dip and dodge and, and duck through whichever ones that you'd like. Some are, you know, I, I do want to stay apolitical, but I do also want to talk about important things so um first of all just kind of tying this into the show what was your first impression of uh of me and how has that changed or has it changed or it might not have changed that whatever you uh whatever you have to say well my my first impression of you 
and I, I, I remember it like it was yesterday was, um, when you transferred to Mason, uh, from Moeller and for your senior year and, uh, playing baseball at the high school. And, um, I just, I remember, I remember vividly a game standing behind home plate watching you hit and, um, you were trying so hard to get off to a good start and, you know, in the game of baseball, sometimes things don't go your way right away. And, um, you know, you were hitting the ball and it wasn't finding any holes and any of that. And you were, you were getting a little frustrated. And I, I just remember how hard you played and how important it was to you. And I remember we had a chance to talk, I think after that game and, um, you know, just get to know each other a little bit. And then, you know, you ended up having a really good season for Mason that year. And we're, we're a big part of that team. And, and I think honestly, you were a guy they weren't even counting on and you ended up starting and having a great year. So my, my first impression was you of you is this is a guy with a huge heart with a lot of passion for what he does and uh, puts forth great effort and, you know, I've just watched you over the years uh, carry that forward into your academic and, and now your professional career as a doctor. So I've just always you, you've always you've always been a, an impressive person to me from the standpoint of you accomplish a great deal in your life. But you also take the time to smell the roses and be with people and people mat matter to you. And you have a lot of fun. And so, you know, that, that's, that's my impression. And th those are things, to be quite honest with you, I mean, I'm 57 years old. I, I could learn a few things from you about relaxing a little bit more and just have, having a little more fun. And you, you managed to balance hard, hard work and hard play uh, really well. So that's my first impression of the hammer. First of all, thank you. I do appreciate all of that, really. But <clears throat> I think there's a, I see a lot of, I see so many of those different things in Ty, JP, and Lee, and all in different, very, very different ways in, in the way that they all are. I think Ty likes to smell the roses a little bit more. Uh, I have never seen a work ethic, still haven't seen a work ethic, um, like Lee's. I, I've never met anybody with that sort of drive and commitment and passion in everything that he does. It's incredible, really. And I think that he gets it from you. Uh, and, and C, you guys have just been, you know, phenomenal parents. And JP, I don't even want to really talk about the baseball stuff. Um, but incredible young man and what he's off to so far this season. Um, without any jinxing and knocking on wood stuff he's he's set up for success too so that's all I will uh, say about them for the time being uh, so I want to I want to dip into into this and I'll say this too my first impression of you it's probably changed a lot just because I've gotten to know you really really well but you know at first you were kind of in that category of people that I was and I think most kids our age were very intimidated by and you definitely have earned every single bit of respect that you're given um, 
but there's I'm learning now and I, I've I think I've gotten to know you well enough and I've I've been with you enough times and, and we've gone out and enjoyed ourselves that there is also this this side of smelling the roses to you too so you're a hard worker and uh I I you've you've done tremendous tremendous things in your line of work as well so uh I would like to just start off I want to know what sort of work did you do when you were growing up or what did you do as a youngster? Did you have a real job or, you know, real direct deposit or was it all kind of cash stuff or side hustles or what, what was it you were doing for work as a kid? Well, my, my work career started when I was nine years old. Um, and, and I know it's a different generation. Um, and, so I, I, I drew a lot of positives from this. And then there were a couple things that I did a little differently with, with our kids. But I, I remember sitting at the kitchen table with my parents when I was nine. And they basically said to me, look, um, we're not going to give you an allowance anymore. You know, if you, if you need some spending money to go do anything, you're going to need to go get a job and earn it. And um, so I had, I had a couple of paper routes from the time I was nine, I delivered, uh, we, we grew, I grew up in green Hills, um, which is a little suburb of Cincinnati. And they, they still have a paper today called the green Hills journal, which is a little local paper. And I delivered that. And then I delivered, um, the Cincinnati post, which doesn't exist anymore. Cincinnati used to have two daily newspapers, a morning paper and an evening paper. Obviously they still have the inquirer, um, but the evening paper was the post and I delivered that. So that was starting at age nine. And then when I, when I could drive, I worked at uh, Kentucky fried chicken. Um, and that was hard work, man. They would, they would have only two of us back there cooking all that stuff and no cleaning it up. I mean, we worked, I'd go in there after school and come home at like 11 o'clock at night and uh, we worked hard. And then uh, I did that. And then um, when I got in college, I worked on the garbage truck in Green Hills. You know, so I worked with those guys and did a lot of manual labor in the service department. Mm -hmm. And and then in the summers, I, I coached the community swim team. I had like 100 kids ages six to 18 and I was a lifeguard and the swim coach and did all that 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 was that's still my favorite job I've ever had in my life yeah so those were the jobs I had going through to you know through college and and I the thing I would say about all that is it taught me how obviously to work and work hard but also how to deal with um, a, a completely diverse set of people and, and appreciate all kinds of different people. And I think that that experience of just being with a bunch of different kinds of people um, has really served me well. And so um, hopefully that answers your question. That's that answered. So we have a little bit more in common B. And now some of these questions that I'm asking you, I know the answers to some of them. Some of them I don't. I, I actually never knew what you did when you were a kid. But we have a lot in common there, B. So I had a, a greasy, I would call your KFC experience, probably a greasy, uh, <laughs> greasy job. I did the same similar little thing at Pizza Hut. And then my kind of manual labor 
that I thought was a step up was when I was working for Mason city schools as the, as a janitor. Yeah. Me and Connor. And, uh, I think Billy Highfill, I, I actually even think Lee did it with us for a little bit. Uh, but they were more kind of like outdoors jobs. I, I was, we were actually doing janitorial, um, <laughs> services. Uh, and then, to top all that off, I was a lifeguard as well. I got my uh, lifeguard certification at the, through the Mason High School, and uh, I never actually worked with it, but I was, um, I was, a, you know, actually I was certified to be a lifeguard. So I did not know any of that. But that's that is very interesting, and uh, that's good to know. Now I know that for the future. Uh, yeah. So have you um, thought about at all? March Madness, or have you watched any college hoops this year? Do you know anything about college basketball? Not enough to be of any value to you or the people that follow you. I, I'm really – I've not watched a lot of college basketball this year. I mean, I was very into college football and, and obviously very into the Bengals and pro football. Yeah. And then, and then pretty much after the Super Bowl ended – you know, we got right into the beginning of the college baseball season. And, you know, as you know, I have two kids that are involved with that. So that's pretty much consumed me. So you're, you're way better off talking to other people other than me about March madness. Yeah. I, 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 there's, I got no value added here. Yeah. Okay. I I have none either. I watched my first college game last night and that was um, the ACC, uh, tournament round one it was Clemson and I can't even tell you I I just know that I bet on Clemson to win and they somehow they they won for me there they were yeah heavy favorite so that was my first game I watched and then the next game I watched was uh Bryant versus Wagner and uh somebody Dave uh, Dave Fortnoy tweeted take Wagner plus three and I looked at halftime it was 34 to six so I'm I'm unless somebody else has better uh advice or opinions on college basketball which might be jake it's not me it's, it's not you it's, i don't know who it's gonna be but i might be flipping a coin for every game that we watch uh so yeah but you you didn't you didn't get that nickname the hammer for nothing i mean you were nailing it in the college and pro football season i mean oh, you you were doing all these complex and, and that's where seven seven way directional upside down parlays and yeah you were yeah, yeah. So we will get there and I'm going to bring you back on for, for college football and NFL. So I want to talk about this real quick. So this is our, I'm going to call it our way too early look ahead. Okay. I just want to know this. I know that you like, you like college. I know you're a a Bengals fan. Do you have any, and it's again, it's way too early, but do you have any preseason Heisman thoughts for next year or is it just entirely too early? You think C.J. Stroud is going to be the guy? That that was the first name that popped into my head, and and you know that I'm not a diehard Ohio State fan. I don't I don't pull for them at all. I'm a UC Bearcat fan, and and I'm but I'm also objective. Um, I think you I think Ohio State is going to be coming out next fall with a huge chip on their shoulder. And they've got a very good coaching staff, a very good head coach. And C.J. Stroud, to be real honest with you, is one of the most talented and intriguing quarterbacks I've seen in a long time. So I, I think that dude is, 
is just going to absolutely go off. And I know they've lost a couple of receivers. You know, Alave is going to the NFL. But those dudes, they just continue to roll out five-star talent. I'm sure he'll have plenty of people to throw the ball to. But uh, that'd be my guy. That You, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. yeah I think he's probably – I think he is I, – I am not sure on this. It's so early that it, you can't even be sure. But – uh, I would say I think he's probably the front runner right now. If you looked on any of the websites that are out there, I think he's probably the front runner. I personally think this guy, Caleb Williams, who took over for Spencer Rattler at OU, uh, I think he is the guy, and he is um, following the coach to USC. So USC is going to be – I think it would be great for college football if USC could make a little comeback, whether they do or don't or if he's enough and the rest of their transfers are enough, I'm not sure yet, but that is who I personally will have a future on um, come next college football season. Caleb Williams is his name. So he's a big, yeah. Yep. So, and then I, I just asked one question about the NFL and I, I, again, I think I already know your answer here, but do you, do you believe that the Bengals will be back in the playoffs next year? I think they will be in the playoffs. Um, I, my, my theory the whole time here, and I was concerned going into this season about the offensive line, and, and that's still my concern. I, I think if they draft, um, if they draft an offensive, if they sign a, a top flight offensive lineman in free agency, you know, write the check, get a dude in here, and then trade down their first round pick for some other offensive linemen and maybe a linebacker, um, I think that's going to help them out. They, they got a young team. They got a talented roster. And let's just be honest about it. Joe Burrow is, I mean, he's changed the whole culture. He's the real deal. And I usually don't put a whole lot of weight on one player. Yeah. Because um, it's a team sport and, you know, it's professional athletics. But, my God, that did that guy change the whole deal in Cincinnati. I mean, he's a winner. He so yeah, winning has followed him at every every step of his career, and I don't think that's going to stop for a long time. And I'm just going to put this out there for people that don't know or that will be listening to this and are wondering. I am a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and it scares the hell out of me that he's going to he's going to be with the Bengals. I don't know what you guys are going to do in a couple years um, when everybody's off those rookie salaries. I think that's going to be really really hard considering your gm but um in the next two the next two to three years i you guys will be back every single year i'd expect and um you guys i think just put the franchise on jesse bates so you guys are in good shape here so you really who's who's going to be the steelers quarterback that's a great question uh You've, I'm sure, seen everything that's going floating around the last couple of days. Uh, Aaron is staying in Green Bay. Russ is going to the Broncos. Boy, the Seahawks really did pretty well there. Um, the Broncos just hosed themselves with all those all those draft picks. Um, Carson Wentz, they're talking about. He just got traded to uh, the Washington, uh, whatever they're called, and. Uh, I don't know. Jimmy G they're talking about Jimmy G going to Indianapolis to replace Carson Wentz. They're talking about Jimmy G potentially being in Pittsburgh. 
but the Pittsburgh's uh, somebody in the Pittsburgh front office or one of their coordinators just came out the other day and said, out of all the years of uh, recent quarterbacks, this year is going to be um, the draft that a quarterback could start um, mm. rookie. So I think that's a little shot, a little kind of backhanded thing there maybe in trying to give whoever they do draft a little confidence, but also a little backhand to Mason. Uh, I don't think he's the real deal. He obviously set uh, all those records with Oklahoma state and he does have James Washington there who he did most of that work with, but he has shown um, a whole lot of nothing so far for the Steelers. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to the draft. We'll actually be in Las Vegas for the draft and um, to celebrate Jake's 21st. So, that should be a great time. I'm really, really looking forward to it. I think they're doing a stage on the water in front of the Bellagio, and that's where <laughs> the players will walk out. So you can imagine uh, right yeah. where I'll be. Well, hey, I don't, I don't want to derail your whole uh, vibe here, but I am interested in your thoughts about the Cleveland Browns because I thought, I thought that was the team that was going to win the division and make a run um, yeah. this year. What, what do you think about the Cleveland Browns? The Cleveland Browns got way off the rails when they let Baker Mayfield uh, continue quarterbacking. I think Case Keenum is as valuable a backup quarterback as there is in the NFL. And when he came in in that terrible weather game, uh, I think he actually did decent. And I, I even think that they won that game that he came in and played. He didn't do anything but manage, but with that offensive line like that and two running backs that can both run the ball better than anybody else in the league, turn around and hand the ball off. That defense is stout with Miles Garrett. Yeah. And uh, when Jadavian's healthy, they got him. Their cornerbacks are good. Uh, they kind of fell apart there, and they become reliant on their defense when Baker's throwing the ball the way he threw it this year. But um, – I think they'll be back. The AFC North is going to be absolutely brutal for the next five or 10 years. So that's, yep. that's my take. Uh, I want to talk about this without, there's probably a little conflict of interest here. So just keep it pretty limited, but optimistic about the Bearcats baseball team this year. I think you have to be after what you've seen so far. Well, wow. I, <clears throat> I am going to keep it limited because um when you have a kid that plays and a kid that coaches, um, as a parent, the best thing to do is just keep your mouth shut yep. and sit down there and watch. Yep. Um, so this is what I'll say about the Bearcats. And um, I think this is a credit to Coach Guggins and, and, and that staff. Um, those kids play hard and they play together. Mm -hmm. um, the culture is good. Um, those kids love each other. I think they, I think the local kids, you know, you got Griffin Merritt from LaSalle, you got four kids from Mason, you got a kid from Loveland, you got some kids from Northern Kentucky, a kid from Kings. I think it means something to them when they run out there in front of 2,500 people with Cincinnati across their chest. Yeah, I agree. And um, when, you, when, you've, when you've got something invested in it, emotionally and, and it's heartfelt you're you're going to win some games you're not supposed to win yeah um and i think that'll happen this year and um 
they are a very fun team to watch because of all the things I just said. They play hard and they play together. Yeah, I agree. And that's all I want you to say about it. Uh, yeah. Without going into anything else. I, I cannot think of one better person that I know uh, <laughs> to be out there coaching with, uh, with those boys. And that's Lee and the way that, um, uh, your other son is hitting the baseball right now. It's going to be a really, really fun year. I think we're going to probably attend every single game that we can. So, uh, all right. So, and believe this or not, B, we started this at 6.30. It's 6.55. So, I've just been kind of chopping it up, talking shop. This is all pretty impromptu, but we've been going for 25 minutes. Uh, and I do want to save that, like, five minutes. So, I'm going to kind of go a little rapid fire here. And some of these you'll know off the top of your head, but um, all right, some you won't. Uh, this will be this will uh, this should be a little fun though. So I just want to know. I have a couple of favorites picked out, so I want to know a favorite bourbon. My my uh, favorite bourbon would be uh, Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace. Okay, so favorite. And this doesn't have to be, uh, you can name several here, but favorite sports venue or venues? I, my number one venue right now, and, and again, conflict of interest and all that, but I'm really enjoying going to watch baseball games at the UC Baseball Stadium. Yeah. I'll give you one other venue, though, that is kind of a sleeper. Yeah. And um and that's the University of Dayton Arena. Okay. You want to go watch a basketball game? That's where you go. Um there there's not many better places around that I've ever seen than than that arena. There's not a bad seat in that house. Yeah. And um it's just up the road a little bit. That's a wonderful place to go watch a basketball game. Yep. I agree. That's where all the uh, high school um, playoff, the play-in games were, and that's where all the high school basketball. Um, I'm sorry, that's where the March Madness play-in games are, obviously, and then that's where the uh, high school basketball championships would start. So we would go up there and watch, you know, Mason when they were in there. Uh, so favorite sport as entertainment, and again, I think I know kind of where, which direction you're going, but uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts. It, it would wow college football yeah yeah college football there's nothing there's nothing like college football i thought you were gonna say baseball but i can't i i have to agree there's nothing like college football there's really not yeah um well you said it's rapid fire so i'll leave it there yeah, yeah. Okay. uh favorite tailgate food <laughs> i'm not real picky um as long as there's protein involved um uh, and maybe a little bourbon i'm in dude You're i'm right, in all right and then this one it's is uh i say ballpark but it could football stadium whatever yeah i don't doubt you go to like atp or anything but the uh any any sort of uh <clears throat> ballpark beverage it's gonna be a beer it has to be beer yeah i i don't get too exotic um you know i i just when you're out in the sunshine and warm weather um at a sporting event it's just a cold beer 
Just cold beer. Yeah. 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 That's right. All right. That sounds good. So then, uh, I, and then this, I know we've kind of been joking around and just shooting shit, but, um, you know, would you, I figure if there's anybody that I know outside of my dad that I'd actually care to hear about this stuff from, do you have anything, anything, uh, at all about that situation with Russia and Ukraine right now that you'd just like to talk about or just say anything about? Well, I, we can get into the politics around it and the woulda, coulda, shoulda and all that. And I, and I know nobody's probably interested in hearing about that because we are where we are, but, um, you know, driving home today and hearing about the Russians purposely dropping a bomb on a maternity hospital. Yeah. So you're, you're now you're purposely killing mothers and their babies. Yeah. Um, it's just a reminder that there there's evil in the world. And I, I guess I will leave it this way. Josh, um, we just have to pray. We got to get on, get on our knees and ask the good Lord to make sure that good triumphs over evil. And, and if we have any faith at all, which I do, um, we know that the battle has already been won through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But gosh darn it. It, it really sucks to watch this stuff going on. And, you know, I'm probably like you, I'm a fix it kind of guy. You know, you want to go in and fix it and kick some ass and, you know, take care of it. But it's, it's a, it's a difficult situation when you're talking about the threat of nuclear war. Um, so um, as, as upset as I get about it, uh, I think, you know, I mean, we, we know some people that are involved with getting some supplies and provisions directly into that country, cutting out the middleman and all the bullshit. And we get, we, we funneled some money that way. Um, and then just prayer. And that's what I, that's what I think. I just, uh, yeah. I hope that Vladimir Putin is removed from the world stage one way or the other. And I happen to believe that that will happen at some point during 2022 so yeah uh, I, I don't think you could have said it any better and i think i you know i agree with you i think he there has to be a way uh for all of this shit to stop and that's ultimately going to be with his removal so yeah yeah that's a great way to end the episode and uh <laughs> i think it's important that we do talk about shit like that because i know this is all fun and games but when that you know, dropping bombs on maternity wards and stuff. That's there is other shit going on. So it's important we talk about that stuff too. Uh, and when people like you are around, uh, or when I have guests like you around on this, it's important. I think that younger people or people that are listening to this can can hear other people's opinions. So, can uh, I can I say one final thing to you before yeah, we yeah, yeah. wrap it up? Yeah. And- and, th- and, th- and this is not, I'm not just blowing smoke at you or kissing your ass or anything. This is heartfelt. I just, um, I just want to say that I, I do admire 
the man that you are and and you you have a tremendous heart for people and you display that every day and um there's you know when i look to people like you and know that you're a, a young professional um caring loving man who's out in the community taking care of people every day it gives me a great deal of encouragement and uh i just want to say that to you and that has nothing to do with gambling on football or who the heisman i'm talking to you as a man living in the cincinnati community i'm awfully proud to be able to call you my friend and live in the same town uh as you i'll be yeah we're i think i speak for all of us when i say this my siblings and and you know our 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 chat our text groups and we are all uh very very blessed too that you're a part of our lives so uh, it's right. important. It's important we have these conversations. I appreciate all the compliments and stuff like that. I cannot wait to talk more college football and uh, <laughs> other things as it relates to sports betting. But there will always be a place for you to come and join me on this show. And uh, again, I, I I can't say thank you enough for being the first guest. It's an honor. So thanks for being here, Beef. The honor's all mine. Thank you so much. <laughs> all right. Thanks, man. Have a good one. All right. See you. Bye.